everybody. This is Michelle with Mishmash. How's everyone doing? I hope good. I hope wonderful. I hope excellent. So, um, I wanted to jump into the nitty gritty. Well, it's not really jumping into the nitty gritty, but <laughs> I feel like um, I haven't really gotten to talking about gotten around to talking about narcissism just yet so this is kind of like the beginning of that I suppose I don't know I I guess it's kind of been all over the place and it's all relevant and um it, it all goes together anyway but uh today we're gonna be talking about the types of narcissists so, and I got this from the Well and Good site, um, but I kind of learned about this on YouTube um, because I'm like, you know, what what I hear about narcissism, I'm like, it doesn't really fit <laughs> uh, some of the people that I know. And to me, I was like, okay, so then there's a spectrum. That's how I took it. There must be a spectrum of narcissism. And maybe that's true. I'm pretty sure there's probably a spectrum for, like, everything. But um, I I wanted to look into it to kind of see why, why there might be, like, narcissists that are more, like outward with it I guess more obvious and then there's might be narcissists that are a lot better at hiding it and are much more subtle like why is this why why is this and I found quickly that you know there's different types of narcissists and I'm like oh wow that's very interesting and let me learn all about it (laughs) so here's just a little bit of that um, so, the first type of narcissist that we will talk about today is the toxic narcissist, which, you know, all narcissists are toxic. <laughs> I don't think there's, like, a non-toxic narcissist, but okay. Sure. The toxic narcissist. Um, and so this says, there's a range of toxic narcissism and none of it is good, of course. A toxic narcissist continually causes drama in others' lives at the very least and causes pain and destruction at the very worst. So if you happen to have a friend who constantly demands all of your time and attention and doesn't respond well when you don't meet those demands, you may be dealing with a toxic narcissist. Likewise, if someone in your life has caused more extreme issues like gotten you fired from your job, physically abused you, or led to the end of a or led to the end of a relationship, they may be a tar- toxic narcissist as well. So, and I'm going to try really hard to not sit here for each one and be like, I find that really interesting because I, I find that I say that things are interesting a lot, but it's just because I do find it really interesting. Um, but it's, I'm sure it's like, okay, we get it, Michelle. It's interesting. We know. Um, but I do find this interesting. <laughs> so, 
let me kind of mull this over a little bit. Continually causes drama. I feel like I'm trying to think of an example of this, but I'm just like, I feel like this is just like dramatic people. And I, I'm sure there would have to be like dramatic people and there are narcissists and hence you get the toxic narcissist. But, you know, I'm sure we've all kind of have dealt with people in our lives that just kind of brings drama to your life all of the time. Um... you know I find this a little hard to understand because I'm like you know then you're talking you're talking about an abuser who is always gonna bring not only drama but pain and destruction to your life but I guess I'm trying to understand this a little bit more um demanding all your time and attention I feel like that Maybe that's more of what they're speaking on, just being like, you have to focus on me and me only, which, you know, um, narcissists are kind of like that anyway, but I do find that there is a type that is just like, you really can't, like, they're not even going to pretend to listen to you, they're, they're going to be mad (laughs) if you're talking about yourself or, um, anything that has to do with you, because that's an insult because it should be about them I'm, I'm guessing that's more of what they're talking about um but I'm not really sure I've gotten you fired I do okay so that's kind of weird so like they've gotten you fired fired they've gotten fired from your job of course physically abused you so they're pretty much just fucking with your life um haven't like I've experienced that somewhat but probably I've never really dealt with a toxic narcissist to fully understand that and that's why I'm like I don't really get it but that's what that's what I got from it if you understood my train of thought there (laughs) so the second one is the psychopath psychopathic narcissist a psychopath is an unstable aggressive person and these traits also show up in the psychopathic narcissist a psychopathic narcissist i hate saying this it's so hard for my mouth to say that (laughs) which is the type of toxic narcissist will often be violent and show no remorse for their behavior Uh, serial killers largely make up this type of narcissist thankfully i have not come across that so but I'm so interested. Okay. I'm just like, I'm reading this and I'm like, okay, so how many, how many killers are like psychopaths versus narcissists? Or is it always, you know, both? Or is it, you know, like, is it always both or is it one or the other? And then like, where does sociopathy enter the chat you know like I find that just so interesting I would love to actually study that and maybe one of these days I really will because I'm just like I'm just so curious what like what what is it what's going on there I do know that it's like sometimes social sociopathy psychopathy and then like I feel like 
feel like probably it's not it's not ever just narcissism I feel like it probably has to be one or the other two and narcissism um but probably also could just be psychopathy or sociopathy that's what I'm thinking I don't know I don't know because I've never looked at it but I do find that interesting okay so the third one is the closet narcissist this one can be trickier to spot than other types of narcissists because the person isn't always obvious about their disorder. A closet narcissist is one who doesn't inflict their personality upon others. <clears throat> Sorry, I don't. <laughs> Sometimes I just read and I'm not paying attention to what I'm reading, so I'm like, what did I just say? Okay, I'm gonna go back. Sorry. A closet narcissist is one who doesn't inflict their personality upon others or society, but firmly believes in the characteristics of narcissism. Huh. That can mean a host of things, including feeling entitled, constantly needing other people to admire them, being preoccupied with success, being jealous of other people, and lacking empathy for others. They are a bit more codependent. They often try to pretend that they are really selfless, but like to associate themselves with someone that they admire and ride their coattails. So I definitely know know of this kind of narcissism. Um, Sorry, my mind's just going all over the place. What I wanted to say is there's another term for it. Um, Fuck, what is it? there's closet narcissism and (sighs) maybe I'll just leave it but I'm like I know I know there's like another term for it um it's gonna drive me crazy though I can't remember the other term for it. It's going to drive me crazy, but it's a much more used term, which is why I want to share it with you guys. So if you, if this hits home for you, you can look it up, but you probably can find what you need looking up closet narcissist. Let me see if I can find it because we're going to drive me crazy anyway. Closet narcissist. Covert. Oh, thank you. Okay, so so uh, um, what will come up much more often instead of closet narcissist is covert narcissist. Uh, so again, if this hit home, I will look up covert narcissism, and uh, you'll find a lot. Trust me, because I looked that up. Um, but yeah, so this is more. This is more like. It's difficult to kind of pinpoint, and it's and I feel like I don't know. I guess it's in the name because it's closet, it's covert, but it's so much easier to be like, oh, it's not, it's not narcissism. They are just, you know, whatever. You know, they're just, they're just have issues of some kind. I had to take a quick break. My daughter came in. Um, but um, what was I saying? 
Oh, it's so much more harder to kind of pinpoint because you're kind of going to be like, it's anything but narcissism. Um, some people might think it's uh, maybe maybe bipolar, maybe ADHD, maybe it's um, border, board, <laughs> borderline personality disorder, you know, but I, I, and here's the thing, I have not researched borderline personality disorder enough to understand the differences and overlap but I do understand there is an overlap and I've said this so many times with all of these disorders there's usually a pretty big overlap anyway but I feel like you could just (laughs) for me personally I'm like you get that kind of gut feeling anyway with narcissists so you can kind of like but um it's there I think it's just it's gonna be a lot harder to kind of pinpoint and it's gonna be a lot harder like on a personal level to pinpoint because you're gonna be like oh well maybe there's I mean this happens a lot like oh maybe they're just having a bad day or maybe they're just tired. Maybe things are just kind of off. Um, maybe I did something, you know. And while that's kind of common in narcissism overall, I feel like with covert na- narcissism, like, it's just going to be so much more harder and you're really going to have a lot of excuses. One thing that I've really had to learn because of that is that if I am constantly making excuses for somebody then I need to step back and kind of look at what's going on and look at the bigger picture because, you know, we all have our moments, we all have our days, and that's fine. And I will definitely be the first person to sit there and be like, you know, it's okay. You know, this is what's going on. I understand people very well, and I don't fault people for being human. You know what I mean? So I'm very forgiving in that sense. But, you know, if... if if I happen to catch, and, and it does have to prob- probably be, like, to an excessive degree for it to even kind of turn that on in my brain to be like, wait a minute, <laughs> I am constantly being like, well, maybe, well, maybe, and making exceptions and lots of excuses. But it gets to that point, it's like, okay, that this is beyond that. This is beyond the norm. So let me see what's going on. So like, that's kind of a tip. <laughs> if you're constantly making excuses for somebody, just maybe take a look at what's going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the biggest, <laughs> the biggest thing about that is like, they're covert. <laughs> So where it says like they're they're more codependent, uh, you know that that's kind of like a thing with narcissism is they're they're usually more independent because they don't give a fuck about you, they give a fuck about themselves. But the covert will be codependent, so you probably wouldn't even pick up on narcissism for that reason. Maybe like talking down on themselves, you know, sometimes while still often thinking that they're best or no best. Um, what they also said was pretending that the that they're selfless. Um, that will come up a lot. It's a lot of, I'll do for you, I'll do anything for you. They'll maybe do lots of big things for you um, to help you out and maybe put themselves in a worse position to help you out. 
but it's not it's not actually about you like trust and believe they they have they have a list of shit they've done for you and that will come up later um you better continually thank them and praise them for doing for you and really it's about them honestly at the end of the day it will be about them and how they look that's one thing that I've just like I've come to understand because I'm like I never understood it because I'm like for me when I give to someone I get like it's not even a thing I'm like I don't care I don't think about it I just hear here's this for you because I love you because I like you because I want to do for you it won't come back unless you were being particularly an asshole but it would again because I'm just like understanding that people are people and everybody has their faults it won't it would have to be pretty egregious till I'm like wait you know that's fucked up and also I've done this for somebody my experience (laughs) with the covert is that um it doesn't take much of anything you know for them to throw that back in your face um and it's like I said so it's not really about you and I mean it just watch just watch if they do something amazing for you how many other people know about it you know just throwing that out there (laughs) because I know for me like I might do a lot of nice things and I'm not sitting like no one else will know about it the only person I tell about it is my husband because I tell him literally everything but you know I don't know just just some clues on how to clock a closet narcissism nice narcissist because it is really difficult but there will be some red flags but it, there will be so many things to kind of hide that that it's easy to miss it and and misunderstand it but like I don't know they are very big red flags actually um so the next one is the exhibitionist narcissist. Uh, the exhibitionist narcissist is on the opposite end of the narcissism spectrum from the closet nar- narcissist. Excuse me. Um, let me take a quick sip. Sorry. My mouth is getting so dry. This is the narcissist who lets everyone around them know <laughs> that they are narcissistic. Um, this person takes advantage of other people and is often haughty and arrogant. They're also blatant about their self-centered behavior. They need to be in the spotlight spotlight and get uncomfortable when they're not. I definitely know somebody like that. Now, I'm not around this person enough to truly, truly know, but I definitely get that like feeling when I'm around them. And they are just, they are very arrogant, very, I feel like, I feel like the energy to kind of make it obvious, or for some people, so like, we, me and my husband just finished watching Freaks and Geeks, and the, oh god, Neil's dad the dentist we both kind of recognized that personality that energy 
from someone that we know and um it was kind of it's kind of like that now I can't sit there and be like narcissism uh and, and at very least like like it's mentioned here and like I suspect that there's like a spectrum I would say it's probably not one of the like worst or more dangerous I feel like maybe not as abusive of however I don't know I don't have a lot of personal experience like I just kind of know someone like that um and I've never grew up with someone like that so I I I don't I don't really know I don't know how dangerous they can actually be but I feel like more than anything it's just annoying rather than uh dangerous and it's more like um I think probably the key here is they need to be in the spotlight and get uncomfortable when they're not. That's really more what they're about. That's probably more like what people think about when they're thinking about when you call someone um, narcissistic. Um, Not so much an abuser, but just like really about themselves. So, you know, it's not the worst. It's not a great, it's not a great trait to have but like not the worst person not necessarily abusive of course I'm pretty sure there's a spectrum with that as well but yeah (laughs) the next one is the bullying narcissist this person combines two terrible traits bullying and self-absorption bullying narcissists build themselves up by trashing other people they often they're often fixated on winning and will mock or threaten others to get their way. They ultimately get joy from making people, making other people feel bad, small, or unworthy. This is different from a quote-unquote regular bully who tends to, who tends to put people down for social gain, where a bullying narcissist does it for personal motivation. So... Again, I feel like I don't know a narcissist specifically like that, but I will say I feel like it probably for all of these, any any narcissist can have multiple traits of the different kinds. Like, not everybody's going to fit into a nice box that goes with, like, literally everything in life. So I'm like, I do kind of see a little bit of that, but not, like exclusively where I'd be like oh yeah I know a bullying narcissist and this is like and I could help explain what that looks like more um but I think the key here is that they're they're putting people down for personal motivation although what is the difference between that and doing it for social gain wouldn't that kind of be a personal motivation? Curious? I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> I don't know. If you figure that out, if you if you understand that line, I feel like that's kind of like the key to know if uh, someone might be a bullying narcissist. And uh, that, that will help. But I don't totally understand that one. Uh, so the last one here... Uh, the seducer narcissist this is particularly this is a particularly tricky type of narcissist the seducer will make you feel great about yourself just to win you over as a sexual or love conquest 
They will often seem to admire or fawn over you, only to write you off once they no longer have a use for you. Think Regina George. Ultimately, it's not great to have any kind of narcissist in your life if you can help it, but since the toxic narcissist is actually dangerous to be around, this is the one to avoid at all costs. They can become abusive. Other kinds of narcissists aren't going to go out of their way to hurt somebody. They're just obsessed with themselves, but a toxic narcissist may actually hurt someone. So I kind of was like, I don't know. I hate pinpointing. I don't, I don't know. I wanted him, like, I want to say something about a specific person, but I don't want to, and I won't. This is the conclusion I'm coming to. I don't want to necessarily call them out because I, I like to have a personal idea of what I'm dealing with or have dealt with to kind of process it, but I don't think I need to sit there and put that out there for everybody because this, that is again like it's just for me to understand more um but I definitely feel like I've I've experienced a seducer narcissist I mean I'm sure that makes it really fucking clear who I'm talking about but um yeah I I feel like that's definitely something that I've experienced with you know somebody doing anything anything and everything to win me over and then like once they have me it was it would be nice for a little bit and then like basically I was trash you know I'm the lowest of the low they don't care anymore and that was just kind of like the cycle of things of how things went um And, I mean, outside of, like, emotional abuse, mental abuse, it did start getting pretty physical. And I know they like to say that I got pretty physical, but (laughs) any time that I got physical was literally um, in defense of physical acts against me. (laughs) So, like, you know... Yeah, it just, it was, it was bad. Um, so I can, I can vouch for that. What else do I want to say? Because I'm like, I want to say a lot, but I just don't want to make it super clear. Although I feel like it's already super clear who I'm talking about, but you know, I just don't want it to be. <laughs> um, because I just have, I do have a lot of experience with that. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I really need to say anymore because that's just what it is. That's what it's about. Um, as when I, the one of the other episodes I was talking about, like the cycle of abuse. There's that in any any abuse cycle. There is that period of drawing you back in and being really nice and loving you you know, love bombing and all that shit to, to get you to stay, you know, who fucking knows what in the cycle, who the real person is, you know, and and maybe it's just multiple and honestly, you know, like that's why it works that way. Um, but I feel like the difference between that and a narcissist is that, (laughs) 
not actually, I don't know. I, I can't say that. I was gonna be like, I was gonna be like, well, I think the difference is that it's very intentional and like it's probably planned out every step of the way. Um, but I'm like, I honestly don't know that because I don't know like the abuse that I've been through has been at the hands of narcissists and I wouldn't know how it's different from like non-narcissistic abuse um if there is even a difference uh again I really really wonder the overlap between like general abuse and narcissistic abuse but you know um, I'm very curious of what that is, but you know, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> back to the point. Um, so I'm trying to like, what's the key here? What's, what's the thing to look out for? That's really what I'm trying to get out of this because they make it seem like it's super much, so much more dangerous than others. And I think maybe the, the reason why is because, they're going to be the ones to pull you back in again and again and they're more likely to have it be physical or get physical you know and you know like I said I haven't experienced although I would say the psychopathic narcissist would probably be much more much more terrifying um and I haven't experienced every single type of narcissist but from the ones that I have experienced I will say that you know for me personally the seducer has been more dangerous more hands-on um and just like extreme but you know It it really, I, I mean it's all it, it's all I don't really want to say it just depends I guess really because I'm like I feel like I got more uh, psychologically fucked up from um, a closet narcissist than a seducer narcissist but I I got a lot closer to a seducer narcissist like that confused me a lot more I'll say that (laughs) again it got a lot more physical and um you know I don't know there's definitely differences I wouldn't go out on a limb and be like you know one is worse than the other you know but I guess it's subjective but anyway that that's that's it that's the list of narcissist there's there's probably more for all I know um but at least that's what well and good thinks is the list of nar- or types of narcissists so um I hope that was helpful um if you guys have any questions comments or suggestions feel free to email me at the mishmash at gmail.com and be sure to check out my facebook and instagram at mishmash podcast and um yeah that's it i love you guys bye